when you're vulnerable and you goof it up or you feel afterward, oh, maybe I could have done that differently. Honor the intent. That your intent was to be brave and Mm -hmm. courageous and make a connection and put yourself out there. Take a step of obedience. Chase that dream. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that you chose to do and learn and try again next time. And if someone else shares with you, honor the intent. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Hey, More Than Small Talk friends, we are joining you this week to talk about vulnerability (laughs) hangovers. So if you have never heard this term before, it was coined by Brene Brown, who is a researcher and author, and she talks about how whenever we put ourselves emotionally out there, afterward, we are likely to have a vulnerability hangover. So this might be something like sharing a part of your story in a way that's courageous. It might be speaking publicly. It might be applying for a job you really want, pursuing a dream, connecting with someone that you would really like to like you. It's anytime you say, I'm putting my heart out there and I know I could get hurt or disappointed. And you do it, you psych yourself up. And then afterward, you think, what have I done? Why did I do that? And this came up because I was doing a coaching session with someone and they had done something very brave. And they were having all those thoughts of, oh, no, like, why did I do that? I feel so silly now. And we talked about how this happens to all of us. And I think that's important to know, because if you only see other people's brave But you don't realize afterward they're having the same conversation in their minds of, oh, man, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or I think maybe I could have done better, whatever it is, then that can get to us and it can Mm -hmm. be harder to try again the next time. So we wanted to put this out in the open that vulnerability hangovers are a thing (laughs) that humans have. And let's have a conversation about that. So they're not quite so scary. Okay, today's confession question when have you had a vulnerability hangover? Oh, goodness. I get these a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when I started talking very openly and in depth about anxiety and depression in, in a really brave and bold and deep way that um, I hadn't before, I would post or share whether it was publicly or online And I would always like kind of hold my breath after because I was like, oh, what have I done? Like I could hit delete or I could risk it. And um, so I've had some moments like that where I've put something out and I just felt like that was something that I was supposed to do. And I regretted it for a moment afterwards, but then God used it. So, yeah, I think that there's times that that happens when we are trying to be really risky and bold in our um, life and in our faith and yeah. with our struggles. Yeah. You know, I, I feel vulnerable just with this conversation. I know, I'm sweating. And, and, and I'm not sure why. Just I'm making them do this. It. So, you know, <laughs> so listener Holly and Prep said, let's talk about vulnerability hangers. Susie and Jennifer were brave and said, okay. And now they're asking themselves, why did why we agree did we to do, do this? this? Well, so the other day uh, I had this invitation from 
a woman in our community that was leading a Bible study on a book I wrote 17 years ago, one of my first books. And she said, could you just drop in and surprise everybody? We've been doing this study for like 10 weeks. And so I did. And it was fun. I love doing that. I've done that for a long time, whether through Zoom or or in person. I love to jump in on groups that are studying a book that I've written. But anyway, when I walked in and I realized these were all young moms studying this book that I wrote 17 years ago, I felt incredibly vulnerable. Number one, I'm not a parenting expert, never was, never going to be. Number two, I wrote this book 17 years ago. And so they're looking at the picture on the back and I'm walking in 17 years older. But I think that the biggest thing for me is I didn't want in any way to pretend like I had all the answers because I don't. Mm. So what I did is I led with that. Mm. I said, I'm feeling pretty vulnerable right now because if you're expecting me to have answers, I don't. But if you want to talk to a woman who desperately longed to heal so I could give my children something better than I received, I'm your girl. Mm. I'm your girl. And we can talk. And so I think sometimes just putting it out there is helpful, Mm -hmm. too, just to say, I feel vulnerable about this. And this is why. Yeah. I mean, I still feel this every time I write. Yeah. You know, some more than others. I have to schedule my post out in advance because Uh it's too tender to like write it and then immediately put it out there. Yeah. And I have always written with someone else in mind, like thinking of another woman. And I've been through a challenging season the past few months. And I got to a place where all I could write was what I needed to hear every morning. Yeah. And I would write it out. Like sometimes I would even say, Dear Holly. And then I would write myself a note. And I felt like I was supposed to post some of that. Mm-hmm. And that was like whole nother <laughs> nuclear level of vulnerability. Like, wait yeah. a minute. And I did. And those posts resonated. And it was so surprising to me. But I felt so vulnerable putting those words out there. So I think anytime we share our hearts in any way, yeah, this is what happens. Yeah. Right. There's a reason for that, too, though. Yeah. Because this is the thing. If you are vulnerable with someone you risk rejection. Mm -hmm. Whatever form that looks like, whatever you're putting out there, you're risking rejection. And you might actually get rejection. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's the earliest form is probably the little, I like you. Do you like me? Check yes or no. You know, when you're like in elementary (laughs) school or you like pick the special Valentine out of the pack for that one kid in the class, you know? And (laughs) so, yeah, I do. I do think that this is part of it because we don't feel this if something doesn't matter to us. Right. It's specifically when we care about what we're doing and we care about the people who's who are on the receiving end of whatever we're doing. Yeah. So I think who we share that vulnerability with is important. Yeah. You know, like I want to always be vulnerable. I really do because I think it's a strength. Mm -hmm. Um, What I also want to do is I want to be wise and vulnerable. And that means that there are some people in my life that maybe I'm not going to be as vulnerable with because they're still working through some stuff. Mm -hmm. And it, it just, it might not be a safe place to be vulnerable. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And I think too, like you adjust, like I shared on Instagram with thousands of people that I shared my heart and what I was processing, how I was growing, but not the details, right. not all the details. Yes. Yeah. Like y'all know them. Yes. Right. My inner circle knows them, yes. but I didn't put all of that out there. Mm-mm. So I think there's sort of ways to share where to say, I'm going through a challenging season. Yeah. I'm healing from some things. That feels vulnerable, but that's okay to share with a lot of people, Yeah, especially if you're called to something like writing where saying, okay, here's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's probably a different conversation for a different group of people. Right. So I think if we think of vulnerability kind of as an iceberg with many different layers, asking Mm -hmm. ourselves like what's appropriate for this relationship Mm -hmm. and this setting, this time, where I am in my healing journey. Yes. Like some things are only for your counselor and no one else. And so I think it's, it's, we tend to think all or nothing. Can I share this? Can I not share this? Right. I think instead saying on the, the continuum of sharing, what is appropriate mm-hmm. from nothing at all yeah. to I can share some generalities, but not the specifics to these are my people. I'm safe. Yeah. I can go deeper. What do y'all think? I I do think that there's wisdom in knowing how far we can go and we can honor our story without completely there's vulnerability hangovers and there's the that was way over the line, like where we cross the line with sharing too much and we've all overshared, you know, so I think that there's wisdom in and scaling that back because there's certain pieces of our stories that are so personal and between us and Jesus and you know, that, that's okay to be protective of that part of our story. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, it's it's worth the exploration because right. the opposite of vulnerability is to be closed off right. mm-hmm. or shut down. Yeah. And I don't want that. Mm-mm. And so sometimes it's been by trial and error for me where yeah. I've shared something and I realized that the person on the other side, they're working through some of their own stuff and they're just, it's just not, it's not a good time, not a good place. But I also, I do know my people now. Mm-hmm. Knowing your people is so important. And then also, when, I, when I'm when i sharing, say, on social media, I never want to pretend like my life is perfect. I don't want to put mm. out this portrayal that I don't feel, that I'm not vulnerable. I want to get in the trenches and say, here's something that I've been walking through. And they don't have to know every single thing. Mm-hmm. But this is how I feel about it. Yeah. Man, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And you know what's really cool, like Holly was saying, is that people will come back and say, oh, wow, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. So yeah. vulnerability yeah. gives somebody else the opportunity to be vulnerable as well. Yeah. Well, and the other side of that is the connection and the closeness we feel when someone has been completely real yeah. and, and maybe raw and a little vulnerable with us. There's um, it bonds you in a special way, I think. Yeah. I want to pause for a moment and I hope you're enjoying our conversation. I feel like what I'm about to do right now makes me feel very vulnerable, which is talk about a book I wrote called You're Made for a God-Sized Dream. For me, dreaming is one of the most vulnerable things that we can do. 
So if you are in a season where God is asking you to take brave, hard steps, I would like to raise my hand and say, I would love to take those with you. And the way I can do that is through my book, You're Made for a God-Sized Dream. You can find out more about it through my site, hollygirth.com. I hope that you will check it out and let's get back to our awkward conversation. (laughs) So if we picture a continuum where on one side is closed off Mm -hmm. and the other side is oversharing, I think healthy vulnerability is that middle spot. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is. So I'd say healthy vulnerability is intentional, not reactive. I'm intentionally sharing this part of me or taking this step or doing this thing, it's not reactive where all of a sudden I just emotionally <laughs> vomit on someone. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's one thing, intentional rather than reactive. So what are other characteristics of healthy vulnerability? Yeah. You know, I remember us sharing with some people about the fact that we were going to, Richard was going to leave a job that was very secure and he was going to go back to school in his 40s. And I remember sharing that and some people, I call it balloon poppers. That's Mm -hmm. It's like, how? Just one at a time, begin to shoot down that dream. Well, do you realize how old you are? Do you realize this is going to happen? Do you realize this? And so what I would say is, is that being vulnerable is under, if you're, if you're sure, if you've heard from God, if you know that this is a dream you're going to pursue and you're going to share it with somebody else, is to understand that somebody else's reaction Mm-hmm. doesn't reduce God's direction, mm-hmm. you know, to be, mm-hmm. to be secure and, yeah. and just know that there's going to be some critics that come with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying is that as you share, doesn't mean that you're being too vulnerable. If somebody else starts trying to destroy that dream, if you're sure of it, be sure of it and just know that critique is going to come with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's something healthy about that too, where, You're at a place where you're ready to share or to take the step regardless of the response of others. Where I think oversharing is when we are not in that place yet. You see this a lot on social media where someone overshares and it's clearly to get a certain response. Yeah. And that I think can be unhealthy. Yeah. So maybe asking ourselves, like, am I ready to share this? Is the thing I'm looking for connection to go the next step in my healing journey to act with courage and alignment with my values? Like, is it something that internally I have made this choice? Yeah. And I'm going to keep making that choice regardless of the response. Right, right. Or am I hurting and I'm just trying to evoke a particular response to, mm. I don't know, that's so tricky. But I think it just is. asking what response do I want? Mm-hmm. And is it realistic and healthy to expect that response if I share in this way? Yeah. yeah. Just well, some reflection. I remember walking away that day and looking at Richard after we had shared it and the, the balloon popping started. And I looked at him. I said, you okay? And he's like, yeah, God's called us to do this, Susie. And I'm, I'm confident in it. Yeah. And I thought, me too. Mm-hmm. I am so confident in this. I find so much joy in this. And so there was vulnerability in sharing it because I knew that this was someone who needed to know they're part of our life. It, yeah. it was So yeah. that was the vulnerability is we knew that the reaction was not going to be great, that we were also confident in what we were doing. 
And so it just, it was the expectation that maybe it's not going to land well, Mm -hmm. that we love this person enough to not leave them out of the loop. Yeah. And then we're also, we're confident enough in it together that their response is not going to reduce our joy. Yeah. You know? And I think it's okay that, like, sometimes we're going to get it wrong. We are going to overshare. And I think it's okay for us to go back to the person and say, you know, that was a little much. <laughs> and and I didn't have to share all, all of that. Are you okay? Are you doing okay? Because I felt a little, you know, it's like the dream where you wake up and you're in a crowd of people and you are not wearing pants, you know, mm-hmm. it's that kind of thing or you're just... It's so risky. It's so scared because you're ever all eyes are on you, but it's okay for us to to get it wrong and learn from that and even caution others when they're being brave and sharing part of their story. Yeah. You know, just like, you know, kind of being that protection for people. Yeah. So how do we respond when other people overshare with us? Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like what is the Yeah, I, what do we do? I think I look at the person. And if this is somebody I really love and know or like a lot, I, I give lots of grace yeah. there. If it's somebody that that I don't know at all and it's oversharing, again, I mean, there needs to be grace. There just right, does right. need yeah. to be grace. And then not to carry that or to try to fix it. Yeah. But um, to be able to just, I was in this situation not too long ago and somebody began to tell me things that I thought, wow. I don't even know what to do with this. Mm -hmm. But she was bravely sharing her story. Yeah. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe I was the first person to hear it. Maybe I was the hundredth. I don't know. But I just remember saying to her, thank you for sharing that with Mm -hmm. me. And I'm going to pray about that. And I did. Mm -hmm. You know? So I don't don't think we have to really do anything but just receive the fact that somebody's sharing their story and give grace. I yeah. think that that's something that I'll do of like, wow, like, you know, there must have been something that about me that you felt like you could share that with me. And so that's an honor, even if it's heavy. And I just, you know, I will thank the person like, thank you for trusting me with that, trusting me with your heart and know that, that what you shared with me is never going to go anywhere else. And so yeah. I think that that's when people do share with us and maybe it's a little much and it's really heavy that we can protect them in that, you know, and be yeah. that safe person for well, them. We're talking a lot about sharing and oversharing, and I don't think vulnerability is so much what we do. It's how we feel. Right. And that, yeah. that's what I want to protect, mm-hmm. whether it's in me or somebody else, is, yeah. is I want to protect that. And so knowing in my own heart that if I'm being vulnerable and I'm trying to do it wisely, trusting that. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. then if somebody else is being vulnerable, unless it's abusive. Mm-hmm. Then giving grace to that and saying, this is how she truly feels right now. She feels very vulnerable. And I don't, I don't want to mess with that. Yeah. It sounds like honoring the intent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because none of us do this perfectly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard and uncomfortable and scary. And that's why we're talking right now. We don't have any answers. So I I feel very vulnerable about that. I know. (laughs) That's more deodorant after this. (laughs) But I think, yeah, honor the intent. I mm-hmm. think that's a good practice. Honor the intent. When you're vulnerable and you goof it up or you feel afterward, oh, maybe I could have done that differently. Honor the intent. Yeah. That your intent was to be brave and mm-hmm. courageous and make a connection and put yourself out Absolutely. there. Take a step of obedience. Chase that dream. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you chose to do, 
and learn and try again next time. And if someone else shares with you, honor the intent. Yeah. You know, say that was a lot. And they are clearly trying to figure this out. Yeah. And that is hard and worthy work. I agree. I love your responses of, I don't have to take this on, but I do want to say thank you for sharing that with me Mm -hmm. and I will pray. Yeah. And I will. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I say, I love counseling. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, because for me, that's such a resource. So yeah, Yeah. I think that's, I think it's honor the intent to be vulnerable in Mm -hmm. ourselves and each other and just know this is hard for everyone. Yeah. Well, and I think we're honoring the intent of more than small talk. Mm. I think the reason I felt vulnerable when we start talking about this is I had no solid answers. And right. honestly, I still don't. Mm. But what I do have is I've been able to talk about it with some people that I really trust. And I walked away with something, honor the intent of the person, honor the intent of your own heart. It's going to be really helpful for me going forward. So that's what we do hear it more than huh. small talk. We're not afraid to talk about the stuff that we don't know. Yeah. So we can try to figure it out together. And we often have vulnerability hangovers. We go to lunch after yeah. we stop recording and we're often like, shouldn't we have said that? Or yeah. one of us will say, do you think I should have said that? Should we yeah. take that out? We yeah. have we done that. And usually the other lot. two say, no, you were totally fine. Yeah. Like, I don't know that we've ever gone back and taken any, anything out. But I think one thing I said, we took one it out. Said- <laughs> Not by you guys. And on my own, I was vulnerable. And I emailed our beautiful producer, Kara. Mm-hmm. And I said, would you take that out? And yeah. I think that that has the potential to land in someone's heart in the wrong way. Yeah. And it's not, it wasn't my intent. But I can't control it beyond that. So would you just take that out? And she graciously did. Yeah. So and yeah. that's totally fine to you. Yeah. yeah. But I think even just for our listeners to know, like we deal with this yes. even with the podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, yes. we run back through on the drive home. I'll run back through. I said that. I wonder if it's going to come across like this. Like, yeah. And that's sort of how we learn and grow too. Yeah. Right. Like in yes. a way, I'm glad we all do that because mm-hmm. it I, makes us reflect and Think about our impact on others, which I think is so important. The alternative is we're not thinking about how we're impacting others. And so maybe we can just say when we have a vulnerability hanger where I did something hard and brave in the name of love today. And that matters to me. Yeah. And so it's a little scary and it's always going to be. And I'm not going to live shut off. And here's one little thing I'd like to do a bit better next time. But I did good enough for this time. Yeah. And then we try again. Yeah, you know? we do. Well, I'm going to have a vulnerable <laughs> but I'm okay with it. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.